Numero uno. First episode of the podcast. First of many, I hope. Before you know it, we're going to be on episode 250. Oh, yeah. So, so we record every Friday night, and then they're gonna be up, it's going to be up at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every Sunday. Uh, so, everybody here is from a different country, so you're going to notice all the different accents, for sure. And we're all from a different age group, I would say. But we're all, like, you know, teens and 20s, but there's some difference, you know? This podcast is about PlayStation, and only PlayStation, so you're not going to hear anything about Nintendo or anything about Microsoft. Maybe if, if it affects PlayStation in some way, we'll mention it. Although we'll do, we will mention uh, third-party games or something like that. As long as it comes on the PlayStation platform, we'll mention it. So we're not gonna talk. You're not, you're not gonna hear about Halo because you know that's the big story right now. It's the memes everywhere. It's my uh, avatar on Discord. So let's start with intros. Uh, let's start with James. Where can we follow you? I'm, I'm James. You can follow me on Twitter at Untitled Smithy. And let's go with Dory. Hi, uh, my name is Dory. I go by she/her pronouns. Um, I am uh, found on Twitter at declare192, C L Y E R E. Yeah. And let's start with. Let's go with Fran. Hey, I'm Fran. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore underscore Francesco underscore P underscore. Who else? And we got Mitch. Uh, oh, lucky lost. Um, hi, I'm Mitch. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Uneducated Pop uh, under the the Uneducated Film Geek username. Cause why not? Cool, cool. And so, well, yeah. you're not last, cause I'm gonna be last. But so I'm Seth. Oh, I'm oh you haven't said yours yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm Sebastian. I'm the host of the podcast. I'll be hosting all the podcasts. I'm the one who has to do all the notes and everything, all the research. So. So let's start with uh, what we're currently playing. And, and this this doesn't have to be exclusive to PlayStation. You can say whatever you're playing. So let's start with uh, Dory. Hi. Uh, I'm actually literally was just playing Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, uh, it's me too. Re- it's really good. We'll talk about it later. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I am just about done with Act 1. But uh, I've been playing that. I've been playing... Um, I was playing Mario Odyssey for a little bit for the first time. Um, but I haven't been able to go back to it because of Tsushima. So, uh, is mostly what I've been playing when I have the spare time. Cool. Uh, James. Yeah, uh, I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima also. Um, that's it at the moment. Mm-hmm. Fran? Well, I'm also playing Ghost, but I thought, you know, there's a game I'm playing on the side. I've been playing, a, I found my old Game Boy, so I've been playing a lot of F-Zero. Oh, nice. I don't know why. Oh, nice. I have. So thank, thank God somebody's playing something that's not Ghost of Tsushima. I haven't played F-Zero in a long time. <laughs> Mitch, you're the only one that's not playing it, right? Yes, literally the only person in here who does not currently have Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> well, which hurts a little, but... <laughs> I am playing it. I just got to Act 2 just like an hour ago. Uh, I'm doing all the collectibles. I think I got like one-fourth of the collectibles, so it's a really long game. It's going to be one of those long Platinums gonna be a good 60 hours i would say uh jesus i'm also playing halo 2 i'm on like act 10 so i'm pretty at the end and then i'm gonna, I'm gonna go into halo 3 i'm playing the master chief collection on steam and then i'm nice. playing and i'm playing gears 5 which is i'm on like act 3 uh that, that, that game is pretty long itself only because it has like weird open world sections but this is not a review for that but so that's what i'm playing right now and i'm mm-hmm. playing a little animal crossing here and there like when i'm bored or something you know, because that game Damn, takes I'm up. Damn, I'm the eclectic. 
Yeah, that game. Yeah. That game takes. Like, <laughs> you, you, loads you, of uh, loads of great PlayStation games there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah I play everything on the Earth, so. Yeah, so uh, next... I think I saw mm. I think I saw Master Chief hanging out with uh, Aloy one time. So pretty mm. sure. Okay, that checks. Out. Oh yeah, the yeah. best buds. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess. Well, I guess I'm not playing Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, boo. but I think boo. Yeah, I know. Um, I guess if I had to, what have I been playing? I've kind of been going between everything, but I think the two main things I've been going between currently is. Bioshock Infinite. Mm-hmm. I'm playing through that for the first time, which great game, loving it so far. And also on the side, I've been playing uh, some Rogue Company, which uh, I got mm-hmm. alpha access to. Mm-hmm. Couldn't say anything, all hush hush, but now it's in closed beta, so I'm just sort of getting into it again in preparation for for an impressions video. So hopefully that'll be up soon. Nice, nice. Is that everyone? I think so, right? think so so next topic g4 is back oh my god like i this totally caught me off guard today i mean you guys might be a little too young but g4 g4 was our uh big video game channel on tv when we were little like it was g4 was was so weird it was the shit they they it was so weird so i i i grew up with g4 um in the mid 2000s Mm -hmm. i watched uh, X Play, yep. Attack of the Show. Oh my god! Yeah. I watched Cheat. Mm-hmm. They had some in the early goings. They were really experimental. I vaguely remember they had some CG shows that mm-hmm. will probably look terrible now. Right. Um, but they were all about video games. Yep. Oh, what was that show yeah. where they edited all the clips of the video games together? And they oh, played Cinna, the, Cinna, 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 Cinna something. Yeah. Cinna, yeah. Ugh. I wrote it down somewhere. Anyway, yeah, so X-Play was the big one. X-Play, you know, Morgan Webb and Adam Sussler. That's when they reviewed games. They'd be like, that's a five out of five. You know what I mean? They used to do skits and stuff. Yeah. It was like pre-YouTube. So I remember they, watching... You go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I actually remember watching all of their videos on YouTube like that have been yeah, archived yeah. from when they first had. So it's like, yeah, I, I didn't even know that yeah. coming back. What's, this is news to me. Well, that's the this irony. news to me. That's the irony, though, because that's what killed it really because once we started getting into youtube and twitch and things like that like you didn't really need Mm. it you didn't need it anymore the ratings started declining the um yeah the exact in australia we actually had you know an x-play type show called good game Mm -hmm. uh which aired on like basically our equivalent of um bbc or like you know that sort of stuff and yeah the exact same thing happened there it um i mean it was much more recently it got cancelled in like 2017 i think but um yeah it was Basically, you know, they, I think at the start of every episode, they'd say, a show for gamers, by <laughs> gamers. And it was, as a kid, it was the coolest shit ever. Like, if you weren't watching good game, you weren't living. Right. But, um, no, I'm, I'm glad G4 is back. Really interested to see where G4 goes. Um, I I remember X-Play used to do a lot of these really weird skits. Absolutely. I'm looking at, like, the, the, the former program that they had. I remember Arena. Where, which was maybe one of the first shows on TV to ever focus oh, yeah. on like Arena. esports, right, right, um, right, yeah, as as a thing. Um, Code Monkeys was really popular, though I don't think I ever got into it. Um, they had Icons, which did a lot of video game history. That's how I learned a lot about video games. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. They they just had a lot of really cool stuff. They also had, well, I, I this is more tech TV, but they used to have Robot Wars. I used to watch that yep. stuff all the time. Yep. It was so fun. Absolutely. 
and they were and they weren't like fake gamers. They like they were legit people. Like, you know what I mean? They weren't like corp. It wasn't corporate's version of it. You know what I mean? I mean, it definitely felt like you could you could have found Adam Sessler right off the street, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm San sure Francisco, I know yeah, yeah. It looks just yeah. 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 So I, he he just looked like a, a very normal guy, and <laughs> and and it very I, probably exploit influenced a lot. Thinking back on it, influenced a lot of my snarky, sarcastic humor. Yeah, um, yep, like too. going forward, just just getting that sense, and also like preferring the. The out of five score as uh, opposed to IGN yeah 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 top, uh, I'm just out of ten right and that and that was like the PS2 era so like I was like you see you would see games you didn't really know about and you'd be like blown you'd be absolutely blown away like oh what the hell game is that you know what I mean but that, we'll get into that later on because yeah people don't know what blockbuster is <laughs> um so, remind me so well, enough of the Americans talking about G4 uh we'll talk about Ghost of Tsushima impressions. Uh, Mitch, you're gonna have to set this one out, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. No. <laughs> so Mitch, I'll, no, he's getting sucked in a portal. So I'll start with Dory just because she she just got off it. So what do you yeah, think of it? I that? am just about done with Act mm-hmm. One. I I just had a boss fight and um and now I'm fighting more Mongols and I, I won't say any give any spoilers, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty dang close to finishing Act One. It's been about um yeah so i've been playing for around 15 to 20 hours now it's hard to say because playstation doesn't give you a timer but i've been really enjoying it um the stealth combat's very simple like other folks have said but i think it gets the job done fine um i do actually find the stealth somewhat challenging sometimes it depends where you are in the game Mm. um but overall i find it satisfying and and i mostly focus on ghost stuff um, I don't. Right. I don't like to do samurai unless. I mean, not that I think it's bad, just right. that I prefer to be stealthy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but when I do do the sam when I do the samurai stuff, it's good. Like uh, the pairing is really good. The stances are fun. Uh, right. Mixing that in with the ghost stuff is really fun. Yep. And I mean, to point out the obvious, the game is gorgeous. Oh, uh, the developers should be ashamed of themselves for making such a beautiful game because sometimes I'll just like look in the distance and I'll be like, yeah. look, there's like just a point where like you're just being arrogant about how good your goddamn graphics are. I know. Like, it's just ridiculous. It ruined, it ruined environments for me in games now. Like if, 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 if games <laughs> are right. not, if games don't look that great to me, it's like, it's not acceptable anymore. Every game has to That's look right. like that in the background now. Like that game's yeah. gorgeous. And it's only on like what? 1.2 teraflops. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, I I have to keep uh, stopping. Like, I I I've not gotten as far as uh, as you, Dory, because I and I probably played like a similar amount just because I keep stopping to use the photo mode, and that's like been a serious halt in my playthrough. <laughs> but like what you were saying as well about the um, the combat is interesting because um, I've actually I actually prefer the samurai stuff just because yep. the the stealth uh, it feels a little rough and ready. You yeah, know, I'm with James like you. You sort of, it's like um, it's just your sort of generic yeah you know, uh, list, oh, list for mode sure. for for it's, enemies and stuff and the, you know yeah. it's I don't know like the the attacks when you're sort of you know stealth sort of assassinating enemies it feels like you're just going up behind them pressing square and an animation plays right. rather than you're sort they, of you know going around taking people out yeah and the AI is like really stupid like you can really trick them and like if you sometimes you, if you stealth in front of them like they lose where you are and it's weird. Oh, you can like mm-hmm. walk right in front of them and they don't see you at all. Like it's kind of, and like it uh, does, yeah. And you can like stab them in the back, and then like the guy will just sit there and watch you stab him. 
know what I mean? Like, there's the animation, you know what I mean? They don't interrupt it or anything. Like, yeah, it does feel a little outdated in that sense. Yeah, it's very simple. I mean, it feels a lot like uh, Shadow of Mordor to me, or basically any Ubisoft game. It's like, it doesn't do anything new in terms of the combat or the gameplay or anything like that. It's, it's this very standard open-world third-person action game. You, know, you, you go to different camps, you kill enemies, you do... Uh, investigation missions there's a lot of those you know you you got to find the clues and you walk around very standard stuff yeah definitely and like that's the thing as well like i was saying the the stealth it's the stealth it feels a lot like you're going behind and just pressing square to do an animation it doesn't feel very dynamic and so it doesn't feel that rewarding to me so that's why i've been doing like i've not been doing stealth when possible because the other like the regular combat feels a lot more dynamic and it, it does, feels like yeah. i have a lot more control and it's like it's so satisfying right. uh, getting one of them perfect parries off you know right and and getting a one of the, you know that bit when you like execute an enemy and it just the blood just goes everywhere you know definitely it's I mean, yeah. maybe a bit curious but and at the same I time, I want to be ahead. clear that the it's not like the stealth gameplay is particularly revolutionary, right? I've yeah, I've yeah. played I've played as uh, I know I shouldn't be making this comparison, but I don't care. Uh, I've played Assassin's Creed before, you know, so <laughs> I right. um, I I do think this the stealth is bog standard, but I'm a sucker for for stealth. Uh, I, I really enjoy the aesthetic. I agree that the anime I like the animations, but I agree that they're not super dynamic or anything, and yeah. the AI is not particularly intelligent you can if you break line of sight and just go to stealth back they they'll usually look for like about 20 seconds and then they'll go back to the original positions so yeah not 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 exactly winning any science fairs anytime soon Mm -hmm. but like i don't know i still enjoy it i still find myself getting caught every now and then usually in more crowded (laughs) uh difficult areas though to be fair Mm -hmm. um where there's a lot more enemies yeah. Uh, but I like doing a little bit of both. I'll usually ghost until I can't ghost anymore. Yeah. And then I'll be like, all right, you know, I, I, I'll do a standoff or I'll do whatever. Well, I mean, before the game even came out, I, I made a vow that I was going to play the game like a samurai and just take on the whole town all at once. You know what I mean? Like I, I've let go on, by the way. Very Sometimes well, that seems overwhelming to me. It can be, but if you, if you, if you uh, prioritize the, uh, the, the archers, because they're, they're, yeah. they're the biggest nuisance, and then you prioritize mm-hmm. the uh, shields... You can, yeah, uh, and that's the thing as well about the way the combat is set up. Like, it feels even if you are sort of like vastly outnumbered, it yeah. feels like if you're careful enough, you can take on like yeah. twenty guys at one time. You can very Shadow Mordor like that's what I like about you, like yeah. a one man army. I'm I'm too influenced by Roni Kenshin to to not play the game like that. You know what I mean? I, like I, hmm. I just want to be the wandering samurai that just walks into towns and takes everybody on. Yeah, you know I mean? mean you would be using your reverse blade then and not killing anyone, but you know. He, that's fair. That's fair. But I'm, I'm, I'm Batosai. <laughs> I also grew the, up I'm, so. I'm Batosai the Manslayer in my game. But, but yeah, um, before no, before the game came out though, I was worried because I just I played Sekiro obviously last year, and mm, yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah. that game oh, that yeah. game is like peak sort of samurai combat with you know uh, blocking and parrying and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. and like I, I thought you know this would be a lot more sort of hack and slash. But I'm I'm really right. like pleasantly surprised that it is it plays, more methodical. It plays a lot like Neo because you can because uh, you cause you have to you have to pace yourself. You can't just like run into a fight. You know what I mean? You will get surrounded and things like that. And you also get yeah, different sure. stances and mm-hmm. stuff. And I love this. I don't yeah. know if you guys unlocked all the stances yet because I have all four of them now. 
Like, uh, I have three out of four. Yeah, like uh, it really makes a difference. Like you, you can, and I love that it's it, it slows the fight. Like you can slow it. You're in slow mo when you change that. Like kind of like Horizon you know, when you change your weapon or whatever. And you, so you can just like be in the middle of a fight, kick the guy, change your stance in slow motion, and then I mean it's it's really fun that way. Combat's amazing. Uh, the animation, the character models are not not like they're not bad, but they're not great. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's an open world game. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not The Last of Us, you know what I mean? Like, it's not... It's priority list. Yeah. Oh, Fran, let, what, do you, what do you like about the game? Um, moving away from the combat side of stuff, yeah. I, I think it used the uh, world really well. Like, I've been on Act 1. I've been on, like, the final mission I have left to do for Act 1 for about, like, a week or yeah. two weeks now. And I just I don't know how I'm not doing that mission. I've just been doing everything else apart exactly. from that mission. Absolutely. And I'm like, okay, tonight I'm gonna go and do that mission. I still haven't done it. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm probably not going to for the next week. It's uh, pretty insane how they've um, managed to make it so interesting to just like walk around in that world. And um, also something to point out about the stealth and that kind of thing. I've been going in more samurai, not because I don't enjoy the stealth, but because coming off of a game like Last of Us Part 2 where the stuff is so good mm-hmm. and like dynamic and stuff then going to play Ghost of Tsushima I just I want to I want a change of pace you know so I want to play something that's a bit more you just you go in one man army style right yeah I was just thinking about that like it's weird that I'm still I I don't know like when I play D&D like I'm very roguish so I just love stealth I don't as a general thing and so yeah, I, yeah. I totally get that brand like I totally get like I feel like my natural inclination should be exactly what you're saying like right after yeah. playing Last of Us Part yeah. 2 where I was yeah. uh, a, basically a rogue and a ra- mixed with a ranger and in, in D&D speak but yeah, yeah. like yeah. Uh, instead like I'm playing Ghost but I'm also doing I mean it's not like I'm never doing Samurai right there are some missions that force you to do Samurai and those are great uh, and sometimes, like I said, when I'm done ghosting, I, I, I go Samurai, which is great, too. So I'm, I'm, I am I'm definitely feel like it's a weird thing. That's true. I mean, it's personal taste because I'm not really a big stealth guy. I'm more like a Viking. I'd rather charge in. Like every character I always yeah. play in, in Dungeons & Dragons is usually a warrior type of character or a berserker kind of thing. So I always like being in the tank and stuff. So, you know, I'm I also want to talk about the the quieter moments in Tsushima, yeah. uh, which I feel are really good. The haikus, yep. uh, the hot spring, yep. um, the the ass getting, shot. You should... <laughs> the the I was gonna mention it, but thank you, Seb. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, uh, there's actually a really funny clip of the voice actor of uh, yeah, yeah. Um, of Jin going like, "Yes," and he's like, "Why am I guessing at my own ass?" Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and you get the pet foxes. I mean, how is this not game of the year? Well, it's not game of the year. Oh uh, yeah. But yeah. how is it not? Ten out of ten. <laughs> pet the fox. Ten out of ten. You get the pet fox. I mean, in last month you get the pet focus. like three or four dogs. So I don't know. It's, so Ghostshima is better. So that's what you're saying. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> game you of the get year. The pet foxes. Yeah. Listen, I I feel like it'd be a disservice to uh, not talk about the photo mode. Like I don't know if you guys have spent. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys have spent any time playing around with it. Nope. Yes. I just watched yeah, your, I watch I, your videos. I, 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 ha- I have. Oh, sorry, Mitch. What was that? No, I'm, I just said not as much as you, James. I'm sure. I have, but I am in awe of how much time James spends in the photo mode. So I, I <laughs> bow to you, and I'll let you take the floor on this one. Yep. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, I, I don't know, like, because every, every now and then, like, the game will throw a scene at you. 
and it just looks so gorgeous that you have to stop. Mm-hmm. And like the photo mode in this game is it's one of the best I've at least recently. I think it's probably one of my favorites up there with like Gran Turismo Sport, mm-hmm. where it's like it has that thing that Horizon Zero Dawn has where you can change the time of day. Right. And I feel like every photo mode should have that because like that way you can influence the lighting. And especially in an open world game where like you aren't going through these scenes where the lighting is tailor made to like highlight the characters like in The Last of Us or something like that. Right. right. And so like in an open world game, I feel like that's really a big thing to be able to manipulate the lighting. Yeah. And like, you know, you can change the weather, you can add fog to add some depth and Absolutely. stuff. It's gorgeous. But yeah, the, no, definitely. But on the other hand, the open world kind of hurts the game. Oh, it, it hurts the game a lot, really. Like, a lot of the missions get very repetitive. It's the same, investigate this, go get the clue, oh, escort this guy, follow this person. And then the, and they put so many collectibles. There's, like, just for the banners alone, there's 80 of them. And that's just the one. And, that, and like, the first map is just, it's like, two, it's like it has the problem with the Assassin's Creed Odyssey or any Ubisoft game where it's just, like, they put too much content in it. Because a lot of the missions really aren't that great to me. I mean, they're fine. It's a standard video game, but it's not like... It, sure. It, it could be better, more contained narratives that are just more enjoyable. I, I, think, I think Tsushima is like the the perfect like 8 out of 10 kind of game. Exactly. Or like 4 out of 5 kind of game. Yeah. Like it has great aspects, right. but it also has some aspects that are not... That are okay. Like, yeah. Uh, I yeah. think the combat's really great, and the the world is really great, right. but I, uh, I, I do agree that that it gets that outer, it gets that open world repetitiveness. Yeah. Right. If I didn't like the combat so much, and if I wasn't moderately invested in the story, like I probably would have quit by now. But because right. I enjoy that that combat loop, and yeah. I enjoy uh, the scenery and like what's going to happen next, mm-hmm. like you know, I'm I'm moving forward. But yeah, right. I, I did so many side quests mm-hmm. before I continued the main I, story. I think the best part of the game though is just how authentic it is. Like, there's a reason why it's like, like it's sold out in Japan because it's just so authentic to Japan's culture. It's You're, like sold out. Yeah, it's totally sold out in Japan. Yeah, they're having stock issues in Japan, I think. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, wait, I yeah, I that. think I heard something about that. And it's the fa- it's uh, the wow. fastest sell it's the fastest selling yeah. PlayStation new IP of all time, I believe. It's the f- which is insane considering that like you know a lot of you know creatives and developers okay. you know nowadays have like sort of this stigma it's around crazy. them where it's like we can't do anything different. We have to like you know continue these like franchises until they just sort of bleed out right before us. Right. But um. Like, no, it's amazing, honestly, that, like, a new IP can oh, just not, get that kind of recognition and, and, and not, support. And not just that. It's a Western developer doing authentic Japan. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, like, they, they, like that's crazy. Like, it's an American company doing it. They're, like, I think Sucker Punch is in Seattle or Washington. So, uh, um, so that's what I really appreciate about it. Yeah. Yeah, and mm. just to, just to yeah. backtrack, like, a little bit as well uh, about, like, the checklist, like, yeah, like, checklist missions, they're sort of bland and everything, but, right. like, the the weird thing is about those is, like, I feel like it depends on the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, if the game is solid enough where you want to spend time in that world and, you know, it's just it's just fun to go around and, and to do the combat and everything, mm-hmm. then those missions, they're not really a bother because you're happy to go and, and do them all just to sort of spend more time there. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. if the game ends up not being good in those other aspects, then mm-hmm. that also hurts those things because you don't want to spend time you know doing those things right and what do you what do you guys think of the story i i think it's pretty standard you know bad guys uh, so invading. far i'm not 
super impressed, but I like where it's going. I, yeah. I will say when it comes to story and the side quests, I like the tales generally mm-hmm. than more than I like the uh, just general side quests that only yeah. that are one and done. But it's kind of unfair to compare them because the tales have so much more room to right. develop story. Right. Um, I mean, you know, I, I, I like a lot of the characters. I think the voice acting is generally good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I think that the story they're trying to tell so far is interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say it's compelling like Last of Us. And yeah. I, I'm sorry I keep comparing this to Last of Us. I know they're very different. No, games. it's fair. It's fair. Uh, but um, but it's just the last major game I played. So it it's yeah. tough to get super invested in the story when I yeah. just played that, and I'm just like, oh yeah, this yeah. is what most video games yeah. are written like. It's fine. It's not like it's not bad. It's not great. It's just you know, yeah. it's it gets the job done. You know. I, I hear it does get better as you go along, mm-hmm. but I don't obviously I don't know that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the, the side characters are just not clicking with me as much. I'm not really invested in these side characters that much. Like, I I love Lady Masako. Lady Masako is great. Some some yeah, that, I saw yeah, someone joke one. that her that her story is better than Ellie's, and I just eye rolled. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyone uh, anyone else got anything to add to Ghost of Shima? No, I think we covered pretty much everything that I have. Cool. Uh, like I said, it's gonna be a long platinum. It's just, they, they put oh, so yeah. much in that game. Oof. Uh, so let's mm. get to the next topic. Next topic is the PS5. How much do you guys? How much do you think it will be in your currency? Oh, um, I mean, if you know the rumors and industry sort of talk of it being 500 US. Yeah, that's accurate. I'd say you know for Australia, like I mean. To put it in, like, context, I guess, you know, American, like, America, you guys usually get brand new games for $60. In Australia, we get them from $100, usually, $100 our currency. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, even though value-wise, they're basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah, on yeah. paper, it sounds like a lot. Yeah, it's just um, the same, yeah. Yeah, but, um, so I guess with, you know, with that in mind, I'd say, what, if the... If, it, if in America it's about 500, mm-hmm. I'd say, you know, 600, 650 in Australia. Gotcha. If not less, hopefully, unless they just sort of deflate the price a bit, which, you know, I'm all here for. But, um. Right. What yeah. About, what, I, about, what about in the UK? Um. Oh, I don't know. Um, I think it'll probably be about 500, 550 quid. I think if they, if they make it any more than that. Mm-hmm. Like that sort of, I feel like that's getting into the territory where people are like, "Yeah, okay, this is for a games console." The, you know, historically, this is a bit much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's weird because I, I feel like they're in a sort of a game of chicken with Microsoft, Absolutely. where neither of them want to reveal the price yet because they want True. to see what the other one's doing. True. You know. Uh, what about you, Fran? Um, I, I agree. I think it'll probably be around like four fifty to. 500 around there and mm-hmm. uh, I think the digital version mm-hmm. won't be as like much everybody thinks it's gonna be like loads cheaper mm-hmm. and I don't think it will be like that much cheaper yes yeah. really all you're losing is a disk drive so right. it depends how much this cost really I, w- I would think $50 cheaper I would I don't know if it'll be a hundred yeah. I think that's a big that's people a are gonna be pissed when they find out it's not a hundred dollars less that's <laughs> you go for what, what about Dory uh, what do, what do you, how much do you think uh, it would be here in the US um, okay, uh, I'm gonna be really optimistic, just cause <laughs> I kinda like one in the first couple months, but I realize this is probably unrealistic. I think that the PS5 is gonna be somewhere around maybe 
600, 500 to 600 normally. Mm-hmm. And then if, if, if without the, if without, uh, the drive, uh-huh. um, then maybe 550, 450, ideally 400, but I don't think it'll go down to 400. No, um, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. It, because you got to think these consoles are like around the, what a sixteen sixty Ti or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can't get a PC that good for like four hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and I, I don't I don't mean to throw PC talk at you guys, but like if it's gonna be something around like relatively around that area or something like that, uh, there's no way it could be four hundred dollars unless they really take a huge uh, cut. You know what I mean? A huge uh, light, uh, huge loss on that. You know what I mean? I mean maybe Which they will. But I'm thinking five hundred dollars yeah. is the safe bet. I mean, yeah, I reckon yeah. like even if it is about five hundred, they're still taking a loss there probably. Oh, they are. Yeah, I mean they yeah. they take yeah. losses on consoles in general anyway. I, I think five hundred for the for the um for the one with with the disc drive and four fifty without. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Now, now mm-hmm. would six hundred dollars be a mistake? Like I think uh... you're get, I, I think you're getting into that sort of work. That doesn't seem like it's too much, mm-hmm. but also you're getting into that sort of mental barrier where. It, it seems like a lot okay. like for a bit like for value because it is a games console and it's going to last you like what seven eight years right. until the next generation and yeah. that is unless it breaks but um you know for for value for sheer value that's yeah. probably a good price right. but also like based on history and how much these things have cost in the past right it feels that maybe feels too much for people and they want to sort of avoid right. that because that's yeah, that's yeah. how you know they lose the start of the generation like if the- they like the PS3. If they aim too high. Yeah, exactly. Could you, could you, like, actually, it, um, oh, go ahead, Mitch. Uh, I was just going to say, like, especially from, like, a general, you know, consumer point of view, like, six times, like, you know, for a lot of people, 600 or $500 to $600 is, like, a, a huge commitment. Like, they don't yeah. usually spend that much money on, you know, anything right. video games the- willy-nilly. Right. So, like, I think if they... Like, I reckon 500 to 550 is, like, that sort of sweet spot. Like, because mm-hmm. I think you do 500 to 550 people, like, a lot of the general audience are going to be, like, especially if they, like, sort of hear or see or understand, like, okay, this has, you know, a lot of good hardware, you know, a lot of good right. stuff in it. They're going to be, like, 500 to 550 like, that sweet spot, I guess you could say, for the consumer. But right. I think if it starts tipping over the 600, 650, that sort of area, like, that's probably where they're going to lose well, a large amount of people. And you got to put yourself in the shoes of, like, a parent. Or, you know what I mean? Like, a casual... Yeah, exactly. Because we're all hardcore gamers, so we'll, if the PlayStation was, like, $800, we'd probably shell it out at some point. You know what I mean? Like, but for, like, the oh, average mom yeah. or dad... <laughs> you know what I mean? The average mom or dad's not going to... Cause people always do that. Like we always, we always generalize all gamers as being like hardcore. But like most gamers, the majority of the market, the majority of the profit that Sony makes is off the casuals that only play mm-hmm. Fortnite and Call of Duty every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are the people you yeah. have to really appeal to, to to sell your console. And that's where like that a game of chicken I was talking about earlier comes right. in. Right. Because yeah. like you know if the play even if like. So, like, a parent has got their kids screaming for the, the new PlayStation. Mm-hmm. If it's 100 quid more, you know, the parent's going to... In a lot of cases, the parent's going to go, yeah. I'll just get in the new Xbox instead, right. you know? That's why Nintendo likes to be around 300 bucks. Yeah. Mm. Nintendo's consoles are all, or handhelds are always around 250, 300 bucks. And it, yeah, I mean, for me, I, I don't see myself buying it pretty much no matter what. I'm really happy with my PS4 right now. Gotcha. And so I don't see myself getting oh, I'm waiting for in a line. while. I'm waiting in line. Yeah. Launch day. Like, I, like the PS4. I, 
<laughs> yeah, I don't I don't really like doing that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, also it depends with COVID and stuff whether I'd even feel comfortable. But I I just wouldn't wouldn't want to. Sure. Consoles have a long history, especially at launch, of being buggy or even having downright like serious issues. Right. And I'm not saying that's gonna happen for PS5 or Xbox Series X. I don't know. It's it's you know we're not living in 360 era anymore. Right. But. Um, it is a possibility, and I'd rather them get the kinks out than me have to experience them. So I'm going to give them at least, like, three to six months, and then if the games are looking real good, which they probably will, because I'm a big yeah. PlayStation fan, right, I'll probably right. buy it. Well, that goes to my next topic, which I was going to ask, is uh, are you guys getting it day one? Uh, hmm. We'll start with Mitch. Um, it depends on, like, what the price is and where I'm going at, you know, okay. wallet-wise, I guess, because... You know, it's like if I'm going to buy it myself, it's like, you know, to $600 is a big, you know, commitment, especially when, you know, I've got yeah. uni and stuff I got in it. the future. The fear of missing out is a big deal as well, is for me at least, is a big thing. So I, I will probably get it day one. Um, but nice. it, does, it probably depends as well mm-hmm. what games come with it on day one as well. Uh, I mean, if Knack 3 is there, yeah. Then you know I'm 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 camping outside the shop, baby. You know, <laughs> I don't care if there's Corona. I'll I'll camp if I have to. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, anything for knack. Yeah, Fran. Um, I mean it depends for me. Like, the price is obviously a point, but like I think depending on the games that come out. So, like if they say that the the new Ratchet or Demon Souls is you know coming out at launch, then. 100%, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to be there waiting for Which it. I, I don't think and it will, even, though. even, like, Miles Morales. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, they've probably got one more, more launch title, because I can't see them just launching oh, yeah. with Miles Morales, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Oh, well, there's a rumor there's also... a rumor this August that we're getting a, a thing, like a conference or something. State of play. Yeah, I saw that. Go ahead, Mitch. Mm. I, I was just going to say, like, there's also, you know, as you said, that um possible additional reveal of a and a long dead playstation hallmark franchise that's you know going to be revealed for so, playstation 5 launch title but there's also um mm-hmm. uh there's also what you call it? there's also godfall which i mean obviously isn't everyone's cup of tea and mm-hmm. it's another sort of loot based game so that you know mm-hmm. that's a whole thing but um yeah. i mean there's definitely other also we don't know the full extent of the um oh what's it called the like uh, backwards compatibility. We don't know the full extent of that yet, which you know I was really hoping that I'd get into more with the right. showcase event they had back yet, in June. But, um, not to um, yeah, not to get into it too much. But like the thing about Godfall as well is um, launch titles have a long history of sucking, and yeah. God Godfall Godfall very much looks like one of those games where it's like yeah, this looks kind of cool, but also this is probably gonna suck. Yeah, I'm slightly more optimistic for it, but at the same time, it's just like, yeah, I can easily see the sucking. I mean, yeah, Godfall easily. sounds like the most AAA game title I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> like, that is just the most edgiest attempt to be edgy. It's not. Well, look at our game. It's called Godfall. It's not clicking with me at all. Like, I'm getting it yeah. on PC anyway. If I do get it, but it looks generic to me. Uh, in terms of in terms of me, uh, I I will get it day one because I will be trading in my PS4 and my Xbox towards it. So it shouldn't cost me as much, and I'll be oh, trading. Wow. I'll be trading in all my third-party games because I don't play third-party on PlayStation anymore. I play on PC now, so uh, so my PlayStation Five might not cost me that much. It should, maybe, I, if I get it, it's like two hundred bucks. Just, I'd be golden, but 
I know this is super random, but like that reminds me of Yu-Gi-Oh, the card game where you would like yeah. sacrifice two monsters yeah, to get a I'm level doing. eight monster. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm summoning the blue eyes white dragon. I, I know. I'm sacrificing my PS4 and my Xbox. That's what I'm doing for, yeah. <laughs> for blue eyes white dragon. Anyway, right. <laughs> that's right. Everybody loses their life points except in real life. Yeah. <laughs> I. Are you are you guys gonna buy any accessories or anything with it? Like any anything extra with it? Like headphones <laughs> or? Uh, I know it's expensive. Call, I know it's expensive, but probably not day one. Yeah. Um, but that that headset is tempting if that yeah. if it lives up to that whole three D audio <clears throat> thing they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And if that's like if that headset is a requirement to get the most out of that. Have you ever guys ever tried three D audio like on YouTube or anything? Because there's videos like that. It's weird. Oh, I, I don't think it's so, so weird. They like it's walking around. Audio is so weird. <laughs> it's like yeah. being in an IMAX theater, right? Yeah. No, like uh, you listen to. I was. Oh, go ahead. I'll let you go. Uh, no, I was gonna say I was um, I was on the bus once and I opened this Twitter video at like not knowing that it had the three D audio of the um, the portal scene from Endgame. So when I heard, you know, I think it was Falcon or whatever, just say it's like on your left, like right behind me. I'm like, holy shit! What? Yeah. Like it, <laughs> it's so. It's, it's so, crazy. I, I don't want to say. Yeah, it's like gets into that uncanny valley sort of area it where it's like, oh, okay, this is too weird. I'm not sure how I like it, but yeah, I think the games. I was listening. Yeah. I was listening to Queen in, in 3D audio, and it's not like Freddie Mercury was in my ear, and he's like walking behind oh, me. Wow. He's walking in my other ear, and he's like, "Mama!" Like in my ear, and he, and he just <laughs> and, he, yeah. and he walks around. Calm down, you sad man. <laughs> that just weirds me out. Yeah, it's uncanny There's valley. There's like a movie theater right nearby mm. that has this advertisement for 3d surround sound audio and it's like uh it's all around you and they say that like in a very whispering tone every time they do it i'm like that's just creepy it doesn't make me want to watch your movie it just oh. makes me feel like you're watching me like, that reminds me though i can't wait to play a horror game in 3d audio that'd be fun you know what I mean? uh, especially in vr 3d audio with vr that's gonna be fun let's, let's play pt in vr with with uh, 3d audio everybody. oh i'm definitely doing resident evil if resident evil 8's in vr oh definitely i'm playing that in 3d do you know do you know what I've just decided that I really want? I want them to put a, a demo, because you know how they've got the playroom thing mm-hmm. or, for like a tech demo for the controller? Yep. I think they should put a tech demo on the PS5 where it's just Mark Cerny <laughs> in 3D audio, ASMR, <laughs> talking you through how it all works. Specs, giving you all the specs. <laughs> yeah. In a very sexual way, specs. <laughs> 4K, 3D audio. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to be an ASMR video. Yeah, just give me more Mark Cerny. Oh, talking we need that Mark Cerny ASMR video, talking yep. about specs. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> um, Absolutely. So that leads to the next topic: the PS5 controller. Did you guys watch the Jeff Keighley uh, test with the DualSense? Uh, yeah, I watched some of it. Yeah, it's not that it wasn't that interesting, <laughs> but uh, I, it's, no. it's tough to. I mean, I, <laughs> I went in thinking, you know, there's you can't really show me how the controller works through a video yeah. this is one of those things you That's have to you know use for yourself he's like but, oh geez um, this is fun like whoa wow this is really fun like oh i can feel it that was the whole video i'll oh, take your word for it jeff <laughs> yeah thanks yeah, jeff. yeah. <laughs> just expecting a teleprompter in the background of the shot just telling him exactly what to say and feel it's like oh wow i feel the sand nope the water i mean yeah the sand i got it right the first time just, i mean just like the shadow of a, of a person holding up a gun to jeff Keeley's head oh yeah this is great i love this, this is so fun help me <laughs> yeah yeah which is which is funny because people think he's a huge like sony fanboy like they i always see that in the comments oh you do 
Yeah, they, they always call him a shill because really? he, always, he always seems to, in quotes, bash Xbox, and he's always like ecstatic about PlayStation. I watch it all, man. I say it all the time. Didn't he literally hold the Microsoft? Like, yeah. didn't he literally like give Microsoft the platform for their showcase yesterday? I know. But but Mitch, that's uh. the cover. That's obviously a cover. Oh, absolutely. He, yeah. He's covering he's a pony. his tracks here, Mitch. He's a pony. He writes oh, back. yeah. It was paid off. It was paid off. That makes right. sense. God. I mean, I, I pretty much can figure out what it's going to be like. You know, you're probably going to feel like, like if you're, you, if you're like uh, pulling, pulling back on a bow, you're going to feel like feel like it's like actually in your hand. And the only, the only thing I don't understand is uh, the mic and like how, like the built-in mic, like how that's gonna work. Like apparently you can noise cancel. You know what I mean? Like how how do you like mm-hmm. when you're talking to that. people? When you're talking to people <laughs> and you're hitting the buttons, like how does that work? Like they're not gonna hear the buttons. Because if I do that's this, you hear you hear the banging, right? So how do you? Yeah. Uh, no idea, but mm. uh, that's what I want to know. Why? Why I'm I'm really excited. I think probably more than most people for the adaptive triggers mm-hmm. because. Yeah, I they it feels like one of those things like when the PlayStation Four launched mm-hmm. with uh, the touchpad, it was one of those things where it's like okay, the Xbox doesn't have this, mm-hmm. it, it's not that useful, and it was just one of them. It ended up being a gimmick that only the first party titles used, and they didn't even use it most of the time very well. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but adaptive triggers feel even though like Xbox doesn't have it, I don't think it feels like one of those things where. It's, it seems maybe easy enough to implement, even for third parties, mm-hmm. and it feels like an like an innovative right. uh, and a good way to sort of get you more immersed in the experience. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people just use uh, they just use like the touchpad for the map button. I yeah. will say though, going back to Ghost of Tsushima for a split second here, man, that game makes good use of the touchpad. I mean, just That's true. Yeah, really good use. With the wind. Um, so yeah. I just want to highlight that. Yeah, with the wind, with the flute, with yeah. the bowing. Yeah. You do so much with just the touch pad. Anyway, just want to say that. Uh, what do you, Fran, what did, you, did you watch the uh, Jeff Keighley thing? Yeah, I watched it. Oh. And uh, I like the idea of the uh, adaptive triggers. Yeah. But the only thing is, I haven't seen anybody use any other example apart from you can feel the bow when you pull it back. That's I, true. I want to see what, what other examples is that going to be used or is it just going to be like... It clicks a little bit when you yeah. press, like, shoot well, you know. One other one that I've heard know. quite a lot is, uh, sorry, Mitch, is, uh, like, yeah. racing games. So, like, oh, yeah, they'll, yeah. Uh, you'll you'll feel the different textures of, of ground that you're driving across, like gravel or tarmac or dirt and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I, I, can, mm. I, can, I, can, I can imagine it in my head, honestly. Like, or, no, wait, hang on. Sorry. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking of the, uh, I'm thinking of the new HD Rumble thing. Yeah, it was actually... It was more like uh, you'll feel the tension of like I, I get getting to the end of the rev counter or something like that, or putting the the pedal down, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I was gonna say I also I want to know like if um like especially for Miles Morales if Insomniac have done anything with like the like the webs and all that like when you swing like are they gonna have different sort of. Oh man! It adds. Like, sort of don't, don't say stuff and, like that. Mitch. It, You're gonna it, make me want to buy PS5 even earlier. It adds. <laughs> it adds G-force to the controller, so when you when you're actually falling, you can feel it. When you're swinging, you can feel and it. It comes with its very own industry level like fan yeah. that just sort of yep. bellows right you at just, you depending on the game. You can just I mean, feel yeah. the sweat accumulate on Miles' face. It's great. <laughs> like, I would imagine yeah. they're actually going to implement something in Miles Morales because they're doing it in Ratchet and Clank. Like, so, yeah, they are too. And it can, yeah, yeah. It, it, it can't like check your heart rate and things like that, can it? Like, 
I don't think so. that was it. I, I think I know what you're talking about though. There was a patent yeah. for something like that. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, most patent. most yeah. of those oh, patents, yeah. most of those patents, they just uh, yeah. they never come to was, life. So. Can, you, can you imagine if you're playing like a horror game and like and it can it can take your heart beating fast and like you're making too much noise or something and it's like you can do something really cool with that. But uh, yeah, like can you can you imagine if you're playing a horror game and Sony's collecting data on yeah. your heart rate? Yeah, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> remember when everyone thought the PS Five controller would like have a touch screen on it, like in the touchpad area? Like it, that would just be an extra touch screen that you can use mid game or something. Hmm. That that would be too much, I think. But here's the thing, though. Yeah. Is is this is this too gimmicky? Where it's gonna like just hurt the battery and no one's really gonna use it? Because like because because the PS Four has the uh, built-in uh, built-in mic, built uh, not the mic, the speaker and the, the touch screen and everything. But like most games didn't really utilize it that well, and it, it kind of just, and then the light, everything just kind of wasted the battery. The battery life only lasted like what an hour. It only lasted like an hour or two. So, is this more of a gimmick, or is this gonna be something legit? I can't. Im- I, I can't imagine. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. Okay, I can't. I can't imagine like things like the tension in the in the st- in the buttons in the triggers will drain that much battery life. Yeah, and I'm sure they've yeah. increased the battery life quite a bit I'm with sure. it being a next-gen thing. So. Yeah, that was the big down. That was a big problem with the PS4. With the controller just died too quick. But that's more because of light, though. But mm-hmm. what, what I mean is, like, are people gonna actually? You think games are really gonna utilize the controller as much, like the the DualSense, or is this gonna be some games, mostly first-party, that do it? Well, yeah, like I was saying, like I think the um, the I think the the steps forward that they're taking are more. They're less gimmicky than last gen stuff. Yeah. So I think I think the first party games will definitely use it. Yeah. Obviously, because um, well they kind of have to. Right. But I think I think third parties, mm-hmm. more third parties, will use that sort of stuff than they have mm-hmm. been this gen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have anything else to add to the DualSense or? I I mean I like the way the controller works and I hope it runs well. I yeah. I like the sound of the bow thing. I mean yeah. if they don't make use of that, if they don't make use of that with. New Horizon, uh, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, then I just I don't know what they're doing, but uh, they should have yeah, called otherwise. it that. Sorry, they should have called it Horizon New Horizon. Yeah, they should have <laughs> called it New Horizon. I, like I don't know why. Like you know what? There's a there's a local place that distributes food around here called New Horizons. So <laughs> I, I just think about that place. Uh, yeah, uh, we didn't mention the speaker. I heard it was uh, it's a lot louder. Like it, the speaker's really good on the controller. I heard uh, just what Jeff said. And he did an interview oh, yeah. too, but it was it was a very standard, you know, corporate interview. Oh, we're very happy. Yeah, here. yeah. So it wasn't. You, if you didn't watch I, I, it, you didn't miss anything really. So. I really liked when Jeff held the speaker, uh, the microphone up to this his microphone, the speaker <laughs> up to his microphone, and yeah. he was like, "Can you hear this, guys? Can you hear this? Yeah. Can you hear this? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I couldn't hear it. I do like yeah. it. <laughs> I do like that we're getting AstroBots for free with it, so you can test it out and stuff. And I, I love AstroBots because I, lo- I, 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 I love the VR game. So like I'm pretty happy with that. So I I think you're really gonna be able to test it with that game, but yeah, we'll mm-hmm. see how it goes in the future. Um, so one, go oh, ahead, go ahead. Uh, uh, one last thing I'll add. Um, I think the biggest thing like with the Astro's Playroom, I'm glad it's an actual like sort of like a game instead of just like a glorified tech demo because like right. I spent what ten minutes in Astro's Playroom or whatever it was called like on yeah. the like when they have when they have it pre-installed on the PS4. Mm-hmm. It did not hold my interest whatsoever. Yeah. But I, this actually seems no, like it seems like an actual game, yeah, less yeah. than a tech demo. So I think that's definitely like the much more inviting and 
pleasing, I think, you know, word I could use, pleasing way to actually, you know, you know, incentivize people to actually check out what, you know, the deal sense can be like and actually go, okay, it does this, right. it does this. I'm fully prepared for the PlayStation 5 now. Right. Like it's not necessarily something you can easily just right. ignore or whatever. If you, if yeah, you, that's, that's me though. Yeah, if, if you guys haven't played Astrobot's Rescue Mission yet, I fully recommend it. It's like, it's the best game on PlayStation VR, in my opinion. I think it's fantastic. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's one of those, like, 10 out of 10 games. Like, it's, it's one of those pioneers yeah. of the genre. Oh, I you... know a lot of people were saying, it was when it came out, a lot of people were saying it was the Mario 64 Absolutely. of VR. It, it really is. Because the way you can look around and the, and the, the design and every, of it, it, it's just, it's crazy. You have to try it. Uh, speaking of that, do you guys think there's gonna be a VR two? Yeah, they have no. said that they're. They, they, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure they've like, said that like there's gonna be a launch. VR. Do you think it'll be close to launch? Really? Oh no! Like I don't relatively, think it'll be close to like launch. within like six months. Do you think? Like, no, I, I think it'll be at least a year out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is, am I am I the only one that uses VR? I yeah. uh, have I have the VR, but I don't. Um, I don't. I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah. Okay. No worries. Yeah, VR is still kind of in the black and white phase. We're still in the silent movie phase. God yeah. knows what's going to be in 20 years. Okay, so next one. Uh, let's talk about Miles Morales is in 60 frames per second. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Do you guys uh, Would you guys prefer if the game had a worse... The graphics were a little worse, but the frame rate was 60 frames, or do you prefer 30 frames and great graphics? Like, do you, what, what, like if you had the choice, what do you, which one do you Resolution or performance? Um, you, you, someone else goes. I, I think there's um, I think it depends on the game a lot of the time. But yeah, with yeah. Spider-Man, with Spider-Man, I think that's one of the games that could benefit a lot from 60 FPS, definitely, definitely. just because of things like swinging around and like how the combat is so fluid in that game. Right. Like that, you want a smooth experience. Absolutely. Uh, Dory, what do you think? Uh, look, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. I feel like this is news I should be excited about, but I'm struggling to get excited. I'm like, okay, I mean, cool. Like, I, I, I don't know. I'm not a big tech person, and I, gotcha. so I get that 60 FPS is like impressive and stuff, but mm -hmm. it just doesn't resonate with me. Uh, but hey, I mean, cool for Miles Morales. I hope it's a great game either way. I mean, I mean, uh, James can speak on this too because we're PC. We play on PC too. Uh, for 60 frames per second is a big difference between 30 and 60. Like, in my opinion, it really should be the standard nowadays, like in 2020. Like, but that's the thing. Like, um, uh, 60. I, I agree with you. 60 FPS does make a big difference, and I does, most yeah. of the time do prefer it. Yeah. But if a game has 30 FPS and it's not a, like a competitive, it's fine. Game that yeah. really suffers. I I feel I, I get used to it pretty quickly. It's fine. Yeah, but for a lot of people though, like once they go to 60, they can't go back. It's like impossible for them. It's one of those things. Like. Like Ghost of Tsushima, I think would be really good in sixty because I sometimes that game has frame drops and, uh, um, and like that game would look gorgeous in sixty frames. Like it really is a big difference. Uh, uh, Mitch, what do you think? I um, I mean, quickly on, I'll just quickly mention. I think if The Last of Us Part Two was in sixty frames per second, that Oof. I'm not sure like, what effect that would have on like the overall theme because <laughs> I think it being in thirty frames per second kind of like helps it feel. Like more grounded and more like a movie, if that makes sense. Like you're actually kind of like watching something really cinematic. But um, I think a lot of people would disagree yeah. with you on that one. I think people would, that game would be even better in 64. Yeah. Like that would have been phenomenal. Like uh, 
Mm, I mean, I mean, I look. I, I just have to wait and see what it actually looks like if we get, you know, yeah, yeah, if we get to play in 60 frames per second in the future. But I think, just in my mind, I think it's perfectly fine as it is in 30 frames per second. Which <laughs> I know that I there's think probably a console lot of guys. Oh, on, no, yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I think the thing is. Oh. I think the thing is, um, especially with consoles, mm -hmm. it's not it's it's less about what frames per second you can get up to, mm -hmm. and more about what frames per second you can hold steady. Absolutely. Because mm -hmm. if it, if it's fluctuating up and down, that just that takes you out. That's Whoa. that's not sa that's not satisfying. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Right. Like like Last of Us Part Two. I was watching the Digital Foundry video on it, um, and. It has pretty consistent 30 frames, with, and the lowest it dips is like 27 frames. And that's usually only if like rushing water or something really busy is going on. So mm. like that game is super yeah. consistent, even if it's not 60 frames. And I think for me anyway, personally, that matters more, right? Like I'd rather have a 30 frame per second game that is more consistent than a 60 frame per second that looks impressive when it works, but that's bad fair. when it doesn't. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you think, Fran? Um... Yeah, I think that 60 frames per second, like everything above that, will become standard at some point, you know, through the next oh, generation. Sure. But yeah. I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be like outraged or upset. Right, right. We have a few launch games that run at 30 or no, yeah, yeah. not 60. Because, you know, I've been playing games at 30 FPS for so long that right. what's a few months difference of those games? Yeah. You're right. If you're a console guy mostly, and you like you play consoles like 95 percent of the time you're really not going to tell the difference you know what i mean like you're 30 30 you're, you're used to 30 you know what i mean but when you're playing like jedi fallen order in 120 frames per second <laughs> oof like it's, oh. it's just one of those things <laughs> but, but at the same time it cost me like a lot more money to do that so it, you know what i mean it balances out you know yeah it, it you know i don't say risk reward but it's, yeah, it's kind of like one of those things that yeah. you pay that you you pay the toll and you get the yeah, exactly um, the reward of that's sweet why, sweet yes. exactly why I don't think the those consoles are going to be as cheap as people may think just because if it's like a sixteen sixty Ti or something like that you're not getting that kind of PC for that mm. budget you know what I mean so if you, cause I know every because yeah. pretty much every first party Xbox game is going to be for is going to be sixty frames per second so do you think so do you guys think uh all the first party PlayStation games are probably going to have that standard in the future i no. i don't think all of them but i think a Both decent of chunk of them probably yeah. based on what we're seeing across xbox as well mm -hmm. i think a lot of games at the start of this gen are gonna have 60 mm -hmm. just because like we're getting to that point and i feel like maybe you could have made this statement at the start of every generation but i feel like we're getting to that point where graphics are starting to slow uh, as they like they're not getting better as quickly absolutely as they would have before well, that's the thing. and so like yeah, the, the yeah. power the power is going into more stuff like performance perform absolutely because you know because people uh, when the ps5 uh, show came out and they showed ratchet and clank and things like that people said that doesn't look anything that looks like a ps4 game why does that look so much better but but, but what people don't understand is the frame rate and the way like, it processes that information the, loading the way times. you can switch between the levels like that yeah the loading times like yeah that like my ps4 would have taken it would have been like a rocket ship the thing would have flew out my house yeah and that's the thing as well like with the playstation 5 showcase yeah. i saw i think the best example of that is gran turismo 7 mm -hmm. like i saw that trailer for gran turismo 7 Absolutely. and i was like oh wait this looks pretty much identical to gran Absolutely. turismo sport you're not and gonna, like and yeah. I, I was I, i'll admit i was a little disappointed to mm -hmm. see that at the start mm -hmm. but then you know i i started to realize wait a second yeah gran turismo yeah. sport is already the best looking game i've ever seen so <laughs> yeah that <laughs> The, the gener this generation is going to be about performance and not about graphics. You're not going to see a huge leap. You know what I mean? It's pretty much... 
it's it's the this it's just the standards going to start we're going to start slowly transitioning into 60 frames per second and then and by then and by then we'll be in 4k 120 frames per second but uh mm. on pc so now i'm just playing uh uh next we'll do crash 4 gameplay did you guys watch the gameplay of crash 4 today it was yeah gameplay? yeah there was it was like this morning uh, I mean, my time oh okay well yeah, I just got up my time. No worries, I'll just, I added this last Sorry. minute. I yeah, added no, no, it's perfectly fine. Mitch, when you um, woke up, was the first thing you looked at, your computer screen went, wow, Crash 4, I can't believe it. Let yeah, me just think right oh my it. god, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think Game I woke theory. up on my alarm and then I went straight to Discord and said, okay guys, I'll be on in a couple minutes, just let me wake <laughs> up. <laughs> Again, just highlighting the national differences between all of us. Some of us have been awake yeah, for 12 exactly. hours. Some of us are waking Absolutely. up at people. But, but wait a minute, Mitch. Uh, you're a day ahead of us, so didn't the Crash gameplay come out yesterday for <laughs> oh, you? I know. Mitch already knew about it. He's playing dumb. Um, I saw the gameplay um, about an hour ago or something. I, I mean, I liked it. It's just... It's just the insane trilogy with Absolutely. like a few. Uh, we were talking about this stuff, but it's just yep. the insane trilogy with a few extra additions. Yep, it's just more, it's just more crash. I, I, and I, I have nothing against that. I'm totally yep. fine yep. with. I believe it's Toys for Bob who did amazing with Spyro. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think they'll do great again. I feel like I've kind of left behind crashes. I tried CTR and I tried Insane, and I couldn't mm -hmm. get into either. I felt really bad too because I love that stuff kid but right, racing right. games haven't aged well for me and i am not good at platformers and like to, i hate starting over to so. be to be fair uh, a lot of people i know that like crashing racing grown up including myself actually prefer the original there was something about yeah. the, the the remake that didn't click with people like i don't know if they changed something i don't i, I was never really a big crash team racing fan in terms of uh, the insane yeah. trilogy though i actually found the insane trilogy harder just because it, it adds a modern 3d like physics to it so the platforms, it's easier to slip off. Did you notice yes. that? So it, yep, it's I actually did. harder. I, it's actually harder than the original. It is. And they they Vicarious uh, Visions actually released. I don't know if they released a statement, but they did mention in interviews that yes, they some of the code yeah wasn't yeah. quite up to par or something like that. And yep. so some of uh, and this is actually only specifically I think mm -hmm. in the first game. And so they mm -hmm. the first game is harder than the other two. Oh, the two are the other two are a little easier. Yeah, the first game um, is like everybody starts with the first game and they and they're like I, I couldn't get past the castle. I never got past it. <laughs> my partner and I just gave up. We're like, you know what? Heck this! Like we've no, been I at understand. this for so long, it's and I'm just like, it's not like worth it. Six months. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's absolutely wild. Isn't yeah. it funny how old how hard games were back then? Like I played that game when I was like three. You know what I mean? Like the original one. You beat in your sleep. You beat in your sleep. Uh, like, so. Was I better at games when I was little? I was like, what? I did beat it, but I was like, <laughs> it was hard. The first game is yeah, really hard. Time. Like Crash Three is not that bad because a lot of there's a lot of like uh, gimmicks in it. There's a lot of like kart racing in it, and then like you drive you you ride in an airplane, mm -hmm. things like that. Uh, so there's a lot more gimmicks to that one, but yeah, Crash One is just oof. Uh, Fran, did you uh, watch the gameplay, or what do you think? Yeah, and uh, it's it's more crash. That's uh, all I have to say, really. <laughs> yeah, really, that's pretty. Cool. <laughs> it's more. Yeah, they added a little. Mm. They added a little extra features, but other than that, yeah, it's just more crash. Thanks, no. everyone. You guys all have a good night. My time. Well, you're, a lot of your guys' time too. So good night. Thank you for joining right. me.
I'm going to be editing the shit out of this, like, right now, so... Do the next week when we have Mark Cerny, ASMR! Hell yeah! We made it big already, yeah. <laughs> we got All Shuhei! Right, yeah. We got Shuhei, Cerny... Watch out. <laughs> Alright, take, take care, guys. Alright, see ya. What's up, PlayStation fans? Thank you for watching PS Premier's podcast. We record every Friday night and upload every podcast at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sundays. If you like what you heard, we appreciate any support by clicking the like button and subscribing.